Listener Production. US stocks tread water following the latest update from the US Federal Reserve. And Aussie shares expected to open modestly lower on Thursday with energy prices in focus. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Thursday, the 12th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, another session where there's quite a lot to unpack, but with about an hour remaining in the US session, we've got the Dow, Jones, and the S&P 500 just in positive territory. Tech stocks are doing a little better by comparison with the NASDAQ up by around four-tenths of a percent. If you were to uh, divide it between the Fed minutes and the producer inflation numbers, which held more currency for you? I thought the Fed minutes did, so traders digested the latest producer prices, of course, and they were slightly hotter than expected for September. But what we did see was Fed policymakers agree last month that policy should remain restrictive for some time to keep cooling down inflation while noting risks have become more balanced. So that more dovish tone around more balanced outlook really did support shares. They were down much more than they were, certainly, at the time that we speak. I mean, I suppose that's the thing that is fleshed out over the course of the session. You actually saw US stocks sell off a little bit following those hotter PPI numbers. uh, And then the indices found their footing, I think, helped by the Fed minutes. And when it comes to the communication from central banks, particularly where these types of minutes and statements are concerned, the nuance is so important. And I think what we have seen appear in the Fed's conversation most recently is that conversation about risks of tightening too much. And that was evident in the statement this day. They mentioned the desire to proceed carefully. They said that policy was restrictive, but the majority of Fed officials also indicated at the meeting that one more hike would be likely in the minutes. So certainly we have an interesting outlook and a lot will depend on what happens with the consumer price index when it's released in the United States tonight, Tom. Indeed. It's a very big night in that regard, but I suppose what stands out, the composure of the markets is still quite evident. And after everything that we saw with the PPI and the Fed minutes, two-year government bonds, not much move. They're slightly high up by three basis points to 5%. A 10-year government bond down by six basis points to 459 in yield terms. In the context of what's happened, that was uh, almost nothing. Well, what we did see was mixed outcomes for the Treasury market, and that was largely due to the fact that the longer data tenors, so the 10-year bond yield saw an advance, and that was its yield being down, of course, to 4.59%, as you mentioned. And that was largely driven by continuing safe haven demand around the Middle East and conflict. So we've seen five days of flows into the longer end of the curve. But also at the same time, we did see the two-year, as you mentioned, sell off. So the yield was higher. And that was on the back of those producer prices being slightly higher than expected on the back of rising energy costs. Well, I mean, look, it's probably nitpicking. I wouldn't call it a sell-off under these circumstances. A, a couple of basis points higher is just the difference between the bid offer under these circumstances, really. I think you know the context for what's going on, the backdrop, you talk about the safe haven move. Um, you know, I'm still a bit perplexed about what the US dollar is doing. If anything, over the last couple of days, it's lower. So this is not necessarily you know, uh, validating a case for violent safe haven flows at the moment. Well, the other thing that was interesting as well, just on that point, was that the US Treasury sold $35 billion of 10-year notes at a yield of 4.61%. And that was- So if you're looking for a safe haven, Treasury's helped you out there. Well, it was into weak demand. So 
to your point, the narrative around the 10-year being broadly stronger on the back of the Middle Eastern conflict um, wasn't represented by the bond auction. So some mixed outcomes there, but that's really reflective of the moment of the uncertainty around the interest rate backdrop and the fact that the Fed is coming out and saying that market conditions have tightened sufficiently, it's yeah. more restrictive, and effectively we've taken a rate hike off the table in November. The interesting thing about the performance or the com- uh, complexion of the share market was that you tended to see the outperformance of real estate stocks, uh, technology, uh, consumer-facing stocks also did quite well. So that goes hand in glove with that conversation around uh, the Fed just having that nuanced change in relation to, okay, most of the work's done uh, mm-hmm. and the, the risk is that we do too much. If, if there was one price that stands out to me last night, it's the price of oil. Yes. So energy stocks underperformed uh, where the US was concerned. You had uh, oil prices down by 2.5%. So uh, just a moment ago at around just short of $84 a barrel. What stands out is that the low in the last week is $81.50. And you could uh, throw a tennis ball and hit that fairly easily from these levels. What's going on here with energy prices, Ryan? Well, I think that fears of disruption to supplies due to the conflict in the Middle East are receding, and that's really after Saudi Arabia pledged to help stabilise the market yet again. So, Because that's good cause for uh, feeling a, a bit easier about things. <laughs> well, certainly at this point in time, the conflict looks like it's centralised, if you want to say that, in the Gaza Strip or contained. Mm. So at this point, until the conflict broadens out, if it does, and we see supply disruptions or worries around exports of crude, then oil will be under a bit of pressure after, of course, we saw a big rally. But the important thing last night with the energy sector in the US is ExxonMobil shares were down about 4%, and that's after it agreed to buy Pioneer Natural Resources in an all-stock deal valued at $59.5 billion US dollars. Let's press on and just reflect on what happened in Europe. Markets there, a little bit weaker, where the... UK market was concerned, down 0.1 of a percent. French market down 0.4. German market up by about a quarter of a percent. The broader uh, European market, which is measured by the stock 600, up by around 0.1 of a percent. We tended to see an underperformance where mining stocks are concerned because concerns about the Chinese property sector were casting a bit of a pall over mining stocks in, in that neighbourhood. You probably saw more of a move in German government bonds last night rather than the US Treasury's a 10-year government bond in Germany down by about six basis points to 271. There's a couple of big nights coming up uh, as far as European markets are concerned for data. Ryan, we haven't discussed this, but I know you're just itching to talk about the German thong maker. I suppose they're German thongs, aren't they? Well, you could call them that. And German shoe brand Birkenstock made its market debut on Wednesday in the New York Stock Exchange. The share price is down about 12% after it made its debut. Let's not forget it was founded by German cobbler Johann Adam Birkenstock 250 years ago. Let's not forget that. um, You shouldn't. It's the vital information that gets you through a day. (laughs) And the other big news last night was Novo Nordis shares jumped 4.9% on a positive update on its diabetes drug, Ozempic. And that was reflected in the US. We saw drug maker Eli Lilly gained 4.3%. On that news. So, Ryan, today uh, the futures are pointing to a flat start for the local share market. The SPY futures are down by a couple of points. Uh, I would expect a pretty cautious day today ahead of the US CPI figures. I don't know if there's anything that is going to trump that in the big picture. Broadly got tier two economic data today, 
Tom. So we've got weekly payroll jobs data and consumer inflation expectations figures. The AGM season continues. We've got Horizon, Beacon Light and Brambles all hosting AGMs. A big focus on commodities, of course, with those oil prices down up to 2.9%. But gold futures were up 0.6% to 1887.30 US dollars an ounce. And iron ore futures rose 0.8% to 118.31 US dollars a tonne on hopes for Chinese stimulus. The Aussie dollar has moderated uh, a little bit at the margins, though. It's still trading above 64 US cents, so it's holding up quite well under the circumstances. It certainly is. We are seeing a little bit of weakness when it comes to the US dollar at the moment, but broadly, we are seeing the Aussie dollar being supported potentially by a little bit of a lift in that iron ore price. So the eve of a US inflation figure is always a pensive moment in time. I hope you have a great day. Tune in again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.